and welcome to Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week gives you a chance to hear about things happening in our area and a chance to hear from some of the people making news or covering it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications. Our next guest on the program is one of the program managers for the Alzheimer's Association, the Florida Gulf Coast Chapter. She's here to talk about uh, the holidays and how uh, it might affect someone who is a caregiver uh, of someone with Alzheimer's. So we've uh, talked with uh, Kirk Fassauer from Peace River Center about stress around the holidays. I can only imagine that it's... uh, going to be even more stressful for someone who has to take care of somebody who has Alzheimer's. Please welcome with me to the show, it's Jody Stresnick. Jody, how are you? I'm good, Len. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you very much for coming on the show today. Um, I think a lot of people get stressed out over the holidays anyway, you know, for whatever of various reasons. Um, I had this one story today, you know, creating unrealistic expectations, um, this is taking care of the kids, using Christmas as a bribe. These are things you're not supposed to do. <laughs> but it stresses you out when things don't work out the way that you've planned. And, uh, and there are really lots of expectations, family and friends and uh, gift giving and you know just stressing out over so many different things. And then add into all of that. Uh, you have to care for someone with Alzheimer's. Absolutely, absolutely. And there are a lot of unreal expectations. So right now in the state of Florida, there's over 827,000 unpaid caregivers for someone caring for someone with Alzheimer's and dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. That That's a lot right now. I mean, that's... There's 580,000 people living in Florida with Alzheimer's and dementia, and then add that to the 827,000 unpaid caregivers. Mm. So there can be a lot of caregiver stress out there during the holiday time and every other time of the year as well. Sure. But uh, just, uh, I guess, adding stress, um, holiday stress, and then on top of it, you still have that to deal with. Right, 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 right. So what are some of the things that people can do uh, if, if, they're in, if they find themselves in this situation? So if they find themselves in this situation, they need to take out their phones and they need to put our 800 um, helpline number in there, which is 1-800-272-3900. That's first and foremost. Put that Alzheimer's Association helpline in their phones. And also know that the Alzheimer's Association is here for you, especially with that helpline 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And our website at AL z.org is out there as well but we also want to know and we also want to make sure that caregivers know their community resources and what community resources are available Mm -hmm. so we need to know as a caregiver are there adult day centers in the area is there in-home assistance are there visiting nurses is there a meal delivery that's just a few of the things to arm yourself with as a caregiver and maybe put it in a notebook so that you have it right there at your fingertips when you need it mm-hmm. now it's uh, i i just saw a, actually a, a commercial for chevrolet that made me cry um it was uh, the story was uh, i guess the woman has alzheimer's and um her husband was telling their daughter she has good days and bad days. The daughter wants to, to have a good day. So she takes her out and takes her around to different places that she might remember. And she was getting all these memories back and it turned out to be a really good day and very, very sad. And I don't know what it has to do with selling cars, but uh, it's the holidays. And so they like to tug on your heartstrings during that time. 
Um, but uh, I, I, that's the kind of thing that you have to deal with, right? If you are caring for someone with Alzheimer's. It is the kind of thing that you have to deal with. And you have to be in the moment. Um, you are right with the Chevy, um, the Chevrolet commercial. I think it made everybody cry. Did you I see don't, it? Yeah, I've seen it. And I will tell is that you. Is Clint Eastwood? No, I mean, no. I thought it was Clint Eastwood playing the, the, the husband. No, it's no? not Clint Eastwood playing the husband. It looked no. like him a little bit. No, I mean, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, but no, there was, I mean, not a dry eye. Um, mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I had a piece of paper on my table when I was watching the computer, when I was watching the computer with the ad playing and yeah. the uh, piece of paper was wet. Um, oh, it was soaked. So yes, but that is, um, that commercial really evoked some really great feelings by taking her grandma around to the different places mm. to create and stir those memories. So caregivers can do that. They can create memories that may bring someone back um Back to to the to the day that they are. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's um, having that favorite Christmas tree out. You know those uh, old ceramic Christmas mm-hmm, trees mm-hmm. Um, with the little lights in them. Sure. You know sometimes looking at that could bring back a memory. Um, pictures, um, laying pictures on the table could also trigger memories as well. Mm, that's awesome. I. I, I... <sighs> I just thought it was weird because I knew this interview was coming up and I saw that commercial. I'm like, oh, my God, those people must be really having a tough time. Caregivers do have a tough time during the holidays because every day changes. Um, Every single solitary day changes. You don't know from from one day to the next or maybe even one hour to the next. Um, Mm. But make sure as a as a caregiver and if you're having a family celebration to make sure that everybody, everybody in the room or everybody that's invited knows what's going on with their loved one. Mm-hmm. So it's important to communicate those changes, whether it's picking up the telephone and saying, hey, I just want to let you know um, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Ooh, some days we have good days. Some days we have bad days. Um, you know, tr- There's trigger words out there as well. They, they may not know it's the holiday. So wishing them a happy holiday may bring back memories that are not good memories. Mm. So it may just be um, something along the lines of introducing yourself to the person. Um, maybe it's, hi, dad, it's me, Jody, or hi, dad, it's me, so-and-so. Sure. But making sure that you introduce yourself. And I know it sounds a little weird, but it's it's okay to wear name tags because hmm. the person living with the disease may know who you are but not be able to get that that word out. So mm-hmm. it's okay to wear a name tag. Um, it, it's okay to do that because yeah. you're prompting them and you're giving them that who you are. Mm, yeah, I, I actually had this... Uh Issue uh, with my mom be- before she passed away a couple of years ago. Um, she um, had dementia, and uh, she had gotten to the point. <sighs> she she was in a, a care facility, and the pandemic hit. And so I feel really, really bad because uh, almost the, the last two years of her life, we weren't even allowed to go visit. And that was the rules. And I'm thinking about my poor mom in there, think, uh, and, and she maybe doesn't know what's going on. Maybe she's thinking, well, why doesn't anybody want to come see me? Or, you know, I, she sees other people maybe with a visitor or, or, or what she thinks is a visitor. I don't know. She's, she just, uh, I feel like she didn't understand what was happening because no, I, I went to see her every week, every week. I didn't miss from the whole time that she had been in that place. And I used to take her grocery shopping every week before that even. So, you know, I, I was kind of like her primary caregiver for a while. And then it got, just got to the point where she couldn't stay in her home anymore because 
she had progressed to, to that point. And uh, it, then I just feel bad because I, I feel like I abandoned her. But I, I know that's not what happened. Uh, but no, I, I, mean, I didn't have a, any choice in the matter. Right. And no, you didn't abandon her. And mm. and the now with all of the technology that is available, yeah. there are video calls. Mm. There are the ability to send the emails and send videos in the email so that they can play them back to their loved ones so yeah. that they can still keep family present. Yeah. I, I just wish I, I had had that opportunity. Um, but, uh, it, you know. There are some things that uh, people can do. I, I think you have a, a list there of what we, uh, what we're going to do to uh, help make this a less stressful holiday season. I do. I have a little, a little tiny list here. Yeah. So you know, find time for yourself. As caregivers, we often don't find times mm. for ourselves. So even if it's a minute or thirty seconds, or or just taking that extra cup of coffee in the morning, or taking that couple of minutes at night to just sit and ground yourself. Um, We've got a great technique uh, for caregivers to help with caregiver stress and to help ground themselves. And it can take as little as 30 seconds. And it's that 54321 technique. So um, with number five, you see the five things that are around around you. So just name five things that you see around you. Um, On four, it's four things that are around you that you can touch. Three are three things that you can hear. And then two is the two things that you can smell around you. And then one is that one thing that you can taste that's right around you. And that's just a little simple grounding technique that caregivers can use when they're feeling extra stressed um, that they can take to kind of just take a step back and be in the moment. Right. Take Mm. a breath. And it's a very simple technique. And it really only takes about 30 seconds to do. Um, Also... Know that you need your rest as well. So Mm. take time, take a few minutes to get that rest. Um, If you have a notebook, write in that notebook, um, the neighbors and the family members that are around you that are good at certain things. So if you've got somebody that's really good at grocery shopping and that's a neighbor that can go grocery shopping for you, give the task to the neighbor to do grocery shopping. If you've got a neighbor kid down the street who likes to mow lawns, Call that neighbor kid down the street and say, hey, I don't have time to mow the lawn. It's just a little too stressful for me right now. Mm. Call him. Have him mow your lawn. So it's good to have that list of people that you have that are close to you that can help you when you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed and a little bit stressed as well. So... Also, as a caregiver, you need to take time for yourself. Go to your doctor's appointments. (laughs) And I know that's a difficult thing to do sometimes, but we lose far too many caregivers before the person who passes away with Alzheimer's and dementia. So we Mm. want to make sure that the caregivers take that time to really take care of themselves. You can't... uh Give care if you're not around to give the care. Correct. You can't give care if you're not healthy enough, well Mm. enough, or not around to give the care. Mm. Goodness gracious. Uh, We're talking with uh, Jody Stresnick. She is uh, one of the program managers for the Alzheimer's Association, Florida Gulf Coast Chapter. And we're talking about uh, what kind of stresses that uh, uh, caregivers of, of people with Alzheimer's might go through during the holiday season. Already a stressful season to begin with. So uh, there are some other things that uh, you were uh, talking about uh, a minute ago about um, what people can do to, I guess, help out and, and reduce the stress. 
So take care of yourself. Very Main important. Thing. Very, very important to take care of yourself. Take care of yourself and know when you've had too much and when you've had too much rely on your friends. Mm. And also try not to create unreal expectations. Unreal expectations. Try not to create unreal expectations. Mm. Uh, know that know that know that your friends and family are out there and that every day is a new day when you're caring for someone with Alzheimer's and dementia. I have this whole thing about expectations. Don't have them. You don't ever get disappointed. <sighs> I, I know. I know. It's That's unrealistic. <laughs> uh, I think we just naturally have expectations about things. So We do. Set yourself up for success. As a caregiver, set yourself up for success. Make sure that your people that are around you know what's going on in your world mm-hmm. um, and just try to set yourself up for success and know that the Alzheimer's Association is here for you day or night, 24 hours a day. Give that helpline a call at 1-800-272-3900. We are happy to answer your questions in the middle of the night, in the middle of the afternoon or in the middle of the day. Um, and they there are master's level clinicians that answer that phone and it's in 200 different languages and dialects. Wow. So if you get to the point where you're just feeling so overwhelmed, you don't know what to do. Give us a call. 1-800-272-3900. Yeah. Give that yeah. Alzheimer give the Alzheimer's Association a call. They're going to help you out uh, and uh, help you get back on track and uh, have the best holiday season that you can uh, with your loved one with Alzheimer's. Uh, Absolutely. Jody Stresnick, thank you very much for coming on the show today. I appreciate it very much. I, I love the information, and uh, hopefully we help somebody out. Thank you, Len. I hope we help someone out, too. now time for your mental health checkup, our monthly uh, visit uh, with our friends uh, from the Peace River Center. Today, uh, we welcome uh, Kirk Fassauer. He is the Director of Crisis Response Services and Professional Development at the Peace River Center. Kirk, welcome back. How are you? Good morning. Glad to be back. I'm well. How's everybody doing? We're doing good. Well, I'm doing okay. Okay. I'm awake. You're awake. I'm alive. (laughs) I don't know and if it's the season, but I don't feel like answering that question. Right I'm still now. pretty far behind on the whole Christmas shopping thing. So let's talk about that. My goodness, oh, the, you know, holidays we have a lot of expectations of uh, what they're what they're to be and how they're to be like, mm-hmm. and we tend to get together with our families. Some of us like that. Some of us don't. How about <laughs> how about? Uh, <laughs> Why don't we just do it a Zoom call, guys? Let's just do a Zoom call I'm, this year. I'm tr- really trying to push. No expectations, no yeah. disappointments. Yeah. Good. Well, see that that it, good <laughs> good point because that's what happens for a lot of folks is they have very high expectations of what the holidays are supposed to be like, mm, and yeah. those expectations are what creates a great deal of anxiety this time of year. Mm. So people get aggravated and frustrated, and then when the family isn't complying with their expectations, they get aggravated with the family, oh, yeah. and then there's a family fight, and next thing you know, the turkey... And they start drinking. And, and, and they storm out of the house oh, and the drinking, leave. And the drinking but, contributes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're sad. Well, yeah. Seasonal affective disorder, well, right? Is that right? Well, isn't that not, what... 
Yep, there is a thing called seasonal affective disorder. It doesn't oh. really impact us here much in Florida. Because? Because we have a lot of sunshine. And we ah. don't get snowed so in. It's yeah. for those, right, it's a, it's a northern thing. Yeah. Uh, where Cabin fever, lizards to call it. come in and things like this. You get the cabin fever, you get stuck in, you don't mm. have the sunshine as much. Mm. So, they, so if you get sad in Florida, is it your fault? Is it like... <laughs> Like the floor is giving you everything it can. It's, it's because like, you had it's, it's, it's because right. you had expectations. Well, <laughs> right. Let's go back to that expectation thing. So, so oh. a couple of things I would recommend for people to reduce their anxiety during this time of the year is to stop and take a look at what their expectations are. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see the images on TV of happy family and folks gathering around the table. Oh, those are the worst. Mom and dad at the. <laughs> The end of the table, cooking the turkey or ham. Happy couples walking exactly. hand in hand, celebrating exactly. together right. by getting yeah. jewelry and, and, and being all kissy and lovey-dovey. Right, right. And, right. Oh, God, those people make me sick. Should we do something about the environment that we work in if we're unhappy because other people are so depressing? Oh. Oh. So it's just taking a look at those expectations. Are they realistic for you? Because right. everybody's expectations are going to be different. My expectation is going to be different from Nick's, from your, yours, Lorianne, from yours, Lee. I mean, our expectations of, of what we do during the holidays, and that comes with gift giving mm-hmm. and all of that, and the expectations around that. There's like, oh, it's got to be a certain price level, or no. It's like We create oh, the, yeah. all of these anxieties for ourselves during this time of year when really take a moment and stop and reflect on what you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um See, which is an important reflect part. on what you have, Len. It's <laughs> what we talked about earlier. But also, most importantly, follow the rules when you make price limits and ranges for there gifts. Go. Don't go I did out not and buy the rules for this. a bunch of people things sorry, that cost twenty dollars, and then what? someone over here gets everybody an iPad. You know, it's I'm like sorry, I did oh. not follow the rules this year again. <laughs> Your white elephant gift's gonna be all messed up. You know, so there you, you just, go. The rules aren't clear enough. You know, and I forget. Kirk is trying to me, speak you know? in generalities, yeah. and I think you guys you are taking are, it personally. I, <laughs> I wish you would. Welcome, welcome to the morning session you. for the radio show. <laughs> this checkup fix, is for us. Can you fix Len? <laughs> yeah. I'm, can you counsel him? I am broken. <laughs> Inter- I really am. He's a counsel perfect client, the, really. Yes, He's a perfect he really client. Is. You need you need to talk to him. There you go. He loves to talk. Uh, so wow. no, actually, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the problem. Anyway, so like anyway, expectations, so, yeah, holidays. Yeah. Take, a, take stock on your expectations, and then and go back and look at what's realistic for you. I think those those are important things. Again, it goes back to it, you, Nick. You said something earlier. Is it sad? Be, and that's because of us. Well, in some ways, yes, because yeah. um, we have some control over our environment and what we do within that. There are certain things we don't have control over. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like those where things, you have to be. We. Well, those are sometimes uh, not always. Or who those, you're related yeah. to, you those know. Are the but then you're, you're 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 trying not to disappoint others. Correct, yeah. but that's an expectation of the family and the structure we have. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can set some limits, and if you're not going to follow through with family, if they have an expectation that you'll be there, mm-hmm. let them know a little bit in advance. So I'm they, not coming. So oh, they, and then they'll so shame they, you into coming anyway. Well, well you, you you kind of prepare them for it so that. They know it. But yes, they'll, they'll, family systems will do the same thing. They'll shame me for not following through. This might be my last Christmas. Mm. And it's like, what's that All mean? Right, cool. It's the last time you're going to see, see the dog. Yeah, right? Those kinds of things. Those guilt trips. Wow. Right? So, yeah. 
you know, those those are actually some things we do have control over is, is you know, I can't be there this year because I've got A, B, and C lined up. And oh, yeah. I love to be with you. I will get with you at some other time. And, again, you have some control over when you get together, how you get together. Um, so those expectations can help reduce some of the anxiety people experience. It really goes back to that expectations and, and what you have control over. Because, as we said earlier, you know, seeing those images and things of mm. all the happy family oh, getting yeah. together. It really and, bums me out, man. I saw a know. Chevrolet commercial that made me cry. <laughs> Chevrolet commercial. Yes. <laughs> it was a good car. I what? Think no, it <laughs> had nothing to do with the car, right? Correct. Yeah. It, had nothing to do with it, car. it was holiday and it was yeah. sponsored by Chevrolet. And That's I hilarious. really like Chevrolet. And it was uh, about uh, a woman who was, I guess, had uh, early stage Alzheimer's and she was yeah. losing her, her, her. And she had good days oh. and bad days. And her it's daughter heavy. took her out for a good day. And, oh. And she remembered she, all of her happiness. And, and then she bought her a Chevrolet, <gasps> and all of her memories came it's back. It's like those Publix commercials with the pilgrims. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. it's a salt and so, pepper shaker, and I'm like, ah, crying. Yep, yep. All the advertisements, all the sponsorships this year go for the, the heartstrings. Yeah. Like they're shooting for that emotions <laughs> and trying to control them. So again, trying to control us. <laughs> you can kind of sit back and mm. take it all in and buy Just into it. turn it, it off. Don't even watch it. There you go. You can. You can. We have a you lot have, of but then you're, power. But then, but then you're stuck with your own thoughts in your head. Yeah. <laughs> and, and but it's in the name. It's a remote a, control. Right. You have yeah. that control you have, now. You See, have the, the thing is, take, you take can't thought. control what's happening, but you control how you respond to what's happening. That's the kicker. You have to, that's what you can control, how there you, you respond to it. Absolutely. Absolutely, and it, and it's important to take a step back and plan for that response because mm-hmm. you know, as you said, Lee, there's going to be family that's going to. Lynn, be, did you say Lee? I, I did. I'm sorry. Apologize. <laughs> that's Lynn. Lynn. That's sorry. Lynn. I wasn't you I'm looking that. at you. You yeah. need to know that when you counsel him because he needs counseling. I'm it's looking okay. at you and. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. So, uh, you know those those expectations you you have. You know mm. you can. You can kind of control that a little bit and understand that this is going to be coming. Set a plan for yourself, yeah. you know, and, and begin that self-talk early. Mm. Uh, yeah. I would say it also goes for the other side, too. It's like it's like you can you should control what you can control. But then also, if you're the one that's like urging them to show up or making them feel bad for not showing up or like. Don't you do need that. Take in, take Don't in, do that. You need to take in like. What are what are but see that's what a, do you expect them at? Right, what are you expecting right. out of them? You know, right. like but that if you're the one, though, I'm, I'm expecting but you a can't nice control gift. what other people are doing or thinking. Right. Yeah, exactly. like you can't control if exactly. they control because like sometimes you may have a pretty big family and like in my experience, uh, there's a lot of people that I never see in my family because there, it's just so many people. But then maybe you're in that situation where you have to go to like four or five different Christmases, right, or four or five different Thanksgivings and. It does get really stressful and I complicated, and maybe it you does. can't do it all, you know. So maybe you can't show up to every now, single one of them. Now, so. growing up, I had a similar situation. Mm-hmm. We would do the family tour. Oh, um, yeah. You know, you'd, you'd have uh, uh, 
appetizers at one place oh, and yeah. main meal at another and, and dessert, then dessert somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yeah, I love that's that. That's what you were saying. You were, Lauren, that's you what were I do. I'll eat what, like, if I have to go to a million places, which is great. I love yeah. it because then there's some weird food that I didn't have growing up. And so then I get to try that. And then at the next place, I get to right. do something else. But as a kid, you love that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you're, yeah. you're like, ooh, this is exciting. Yeah, well, it yeah, always, yeah. It always kind of stinks. Yeah. Get, yeah. Like, the part that stinks is that you have to leave. And maybe you're yep. having a good time as a kid, and then you're like, "We yep. gotta go to, to Yaya number four, you know, and like go <laughs> see them <laughs> now." Four. And maybe you well, like them, maybe you don't. Maybe again, you're excited about, it, maybe you're not. We all have, as adults, we've got more control over that yeah. kind of thing and how yeah. we set up our schedule and when we meet with people and when we don't meet with people. And yeah, like if your kid to, doesn't like Nana, then it's, it's like, like <laughs> we don't have to go there, you know. <laughs> she it's always cool. pitches my cheeks. She always pitches, yeah. right? Right. <laughs> limits. You gotta yeah. set some limits. You know? Yeah, yeah. Limits and boundaries. Stop at you know? four. Smooches on the on the forehead. You know, like, come on. Why does Aunt Lenora want to kiss me on the lips? Uh, <laughs> why? Always on the lips. Why? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, always nightmare oh, yeah. fuel right there, guys. Sure. Nightmare fuel. Sure, sure, sure. So you think counseling's the best way to handle this? Is what you're saying? Well, no, the more severe kinds of situations, yes. yes but yes. you know, when but I think as you get older, you should absolutely work. To manage expectations. Absolutely. Manage yeah. those expectations. Limit some of the the viewing, especially if that you want it when you take stock of your expectations, you should also take stock on those items that might be, you know, triggering your anxiety. Mm, yeah. Um, and creating that excessive worry that people get around this time of year. Yeah, like in laws. Um, family if you've got certain family Oof. members and you know they're gonna be there, they're gonna be rather difficult, set a plan for yourself before going there. And that way there you have some control. And sometimes it might be I'm gonna stay until three o'clock. Yeah. Now you set that oh, you yeah. set that time limit mm. and it's up to you whether you keep it or you kind of yeah. Push it along or leave it. Sometimes early. you don't have control of that. Like I know Well, it, I mean, would you, know, you rec would you well, uh, recommend only... would you recommend sabotaging their way of travel <laughs> so they can't make it? No. Well in our I family, don't think like, anybody would recommend that. And as your legal counsel, I would tell you don't do that. Well, like, so this is what the dynamic in my family was always like my mother, she she's always, with no control of her own, always the last one to leave mm. because she wants to talk to everybody. She wants to yeah, yeah. be social and stuff. Yeah. My dad, on the other side, hand, is like, I'm ready Time to leave. To Moments after I get there. Let's get out. Let's get out. Within five but the minutes. trick is, if we start we'll leaving, leaving, she'll start leaving maybe. That's what we try to do. <laughs> We're talking with Kirk Fassauer from the Peace River Center. It's your mental health checkup, and apparently uh, we... We have some issues, uh, and Kirk uh, doesn't really know what to do with us because uh, uh, I think. Uh, you, got a, you got a phone number for us? He's like sending can, us to counseling. Yeah, I guess so. Basically, uh, Kirk, in, in a couple of minutes that we have left, that if you could just kind of. I, sure, I know sure. it's it's hard to wrap it up in a, in, yeah. in in one little ball for uh, you know how are you going to get through the holiday season and 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 how are you supposed to feel when it's over? Right, right. So again, one first things take stock of your expectations. Look at them and see what real what are real what are the realistic expectations for you. I mean, is it is it the plan to go visit everybody? Is that what you like doing? Mm -hmm. If you're not able to, or you set some limits on your visitation, by all means, set a plan to visit later when you have a, a, a controlled situation. And you know, just try and enjoy the holidays. And it, and it goes with the gift giving as well regarding expectations. It's kind of a broad kind of deal. Look Ooh, at what yeah. you have control over, what you don't have control over. And a lot of this you do have control over, even with family wanting you to be here and there and everywhere and they're expecting yeah. expecting you to <laughs> 
to kiss so on much. B and <laughs> oh gosh, you know, and, yeah, and, and all those things. But well, you I mean, she makes great pie. Well, and you wipe it off afterwards. Hey, there you go. <laughs> you go for the great food, and uh, not always for the company, but uh, you can again set those limits. Uh, look at your expectations and, and take some control over what you do have control over. Mm. Like, like, for example, traffic. We don't have necessarily oh. control over the traffic. Or airline schedule. Yeah, or airline schedule. Don't exactly. have any control over that. So we will uh, uh, eventually uh, learn that new system. I, you know, air travel is anxiety-producing, and I try to make it as less anxiety-producing mm. when I travel. Yeah. Um, but... Well, my daughter and, and her family were last night um, about half a day late coming back from a flight because they wow. had to uh, get they had to board and deplane three times oh, while wow, in man. Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, that was kind of a stress inducing type situation. And were they doing that it with was. the baby? Yes. Oh man, that's very so they, stressful. So there you go. Yeah, additional. Uh, additional. My daughter did right say there. that people were complimenting uh, her that oh she has been so good. We're so glad that she isn't one of those kids that just freaks out the whole time. The whole time, yeah. right. She didn't happen to mention the whiskey on the gums or anything? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. yeah, a little Xanax in the, in the wow. yogurt. Uh, no. Uh, no. There's, that's n- there's none of that going on. Kirk Fasshauer is the Director of Crisis Response Services and Professional Development at the Peace River Center. Kirk, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having uh, this me. This month, we appreciate it. So next month... Uh, uh, if we make it through the holidays, we'll talk about uh, how we're supposed to feel afterwards. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's a good Absolutely. Yeah. segue. Uh, and why don't we uh, fulfill our New Year's <laughs> resolutions? Oh, I got a whole thing on resolutions. Oh, ah. I bet you do. <laughs> thank you, Kirk. All right. Thank you, guys. And that wraps up this week's edition of the program. Thank you for tuning in and join us again next Sunday for Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications.